Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yay Networks. And here we are again for the Third Wheel Podcast. Sure appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Man, the holidays are here. Oh, my goodness. I haven't started shopping yet at all. Anyway, this is the Third Wheel Podcast. There's three of us. That's why we call it the Third Wheel. And my name is Big Al from the Kid Craddock Morning Show. And I have two people here with me. I have Zeta here. Hello, I'm back. Hello, everybody. Zeta with the not Kid Craddock show. I don't know. Uh, I don't have I mean, a claim to fame. The, turn the music down so people can hear you. Yeah. Okay. I don't, there I don't we go. have a Zeta from uh, Walks Hatching. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't have the little cool moniker. Z A D A Zeta. And what's your um, your uh, your uh, um, e- email or your Instagram? Um, Zeta or Owens on Facebook and Z Mama Sita on Instagram. Say that one more time, please. Z Mama Sita. Z Mama Sita. Because we want to encourage you. To reach out to us on uh, social media, and if you have any questions about the show or questions that you would like our input on, feel free to reach out to us, and uh, and we'll do our best to um, to uh, to respond and yeah. give you our feedback. And hi to all those listeners that do already. That I get a lot of them regularly. But here's the thing: if we give you advice, you got to do it. <laughs> all right. And there's no other, you know, I mean, we don't give our advice out just for the heck of it. No. If we, if you reach out and say, hey, what do I do about this? And we give you our opinion, you got to do it. <laughs> I need, that's I'm a sorry. challenge. We got to challenge someone to say I'm us. sorry. <laughs> if you, if we tell you to do it, you, that's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Right? That's the rules. That's the rules. I don't make them. That's the rules. Yeah, I don't either. That's just the way it is. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a, just a part of the show. Hey, also here is my wife, Amy. Yeah. Crowd goes crazy. Oh, there we go. Are you sleeping? No, I'm not sleepy. Oh, you look like you were sleeping there. No. I was like, no. am I that boring? We've only been on the show for two minutes. No. But then again, after two minutes, I am, you know, I can't get kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hi, Amy. Hello. What's up? Not a lot. You seem like you're a little less than energetic today. No, I'm super energetic. Oh, okay. Are you freezing in here? I am freezing. I had to put a sweater on for the first time ever in this room. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. But, you know, she's always a lot colder than me because she doesn't have the body mass I have. Well, and she's just cold. <laughs> That's why. That's not, that doesn't have anything to do with it. She's, she's just, she is the person that if the, if the temperature outside is... 70 or below or or yeah 70 or much less below but she'll turn on the seat heater the 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 seat warmer so will i and i'm not always cold but i do love my seat heater it helps your back too yeah it's great yeah that's what she does yeah at work all day i keep a heater on under my desk 
like a space heater. Oh, really? Everyone thinks I'm crazy. I'm in an AC building and I, I heat, whatever. I had it on all day today. All well, day. And I wear jeans. I, I get cold. Well, well, I mean, you know, everybody has a different body uh, thermostat. Yeah. And some uh, something that's comfortable to this person is not comfortable to this person. Well, and if I'm sitting down all day, that makes a difference. If I get up and move and start doing the stuff, then I don't need it. But oh, the, if you. I'm sitting down, come on, I'm cold. So Amy and I this past weekend for the well, we hadn't been in a while. We went to church together, and that was pretty cool. Thank you again for going to church with me. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Okay. I'll take mom. Well, I didn't, and and normally I I do. And I had already told her that I probably wouldn't be going to church this past Sunday because of the busy day that we had um, that preceding Saturday. And so I, I'd already, so she was already in watching church on online mode. And Amy told me, she said, why don't you call the night before? She said, she said, uh, she, in fact, she said, uh, Hey, let's, are we going to church? And I said, Oh, that's right. You don't, you can go to church because you didn't have to work late on Saturday night like you normally do. And I said, at first I said, no, I wasn't planning on it. But I said, but this is a, 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 a very rare unusual, occasion. rare yeah. occasion. Let's let's go to church. And she said, call your mom. I said, okay, but I forgot. And so the next morning, <laughs> the next morning, I, I did call my mom. And, and getting my mom to do something at the last minute is a very difficult task. Right. So... So, um, so Amy and I just went by ourselves and we had a great time and, uh, had a great message from, uh, 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 Jonathan Evans, um, the son of Tony Evans at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship and a uh, great message. And, uh, but it was, it's a rare occasion. Maybe we can go again this week. Maybe. No, no. Oh, well, what was, what did y'all do Saturday that y'all no. had a date? I won't be able to go this week, but I can go. And if you save me a seat. I can go. Well, that's I'll what I mean. Do, I mean, I'll forego some sleep. Okay. But I'm not leaving the house when you leave. I'll meet you. Yeah, because I have to leave early because I have to pick up my mom. But um, the the Texas Country Reporter. The, oh, the, that's right. The busy, busy, yes. busy, busy, busy weekend down here in Waxahachie, yes. Texas, when they expect, I don't know, who I don't know who counts people. They say, it's not, if you ask somebody, one person, they'll say 15,000 people come to this thing every year. Um, if you ask someone else, they'll say 30,000. I, I don't know the number of people who knows, but they do say it's documented that it is the biggest one day festival in the state of Texas. I do believe that it gets pretty crazy it's, for one day or one day. Yeah. A yeah. lot, a lot, a lot of people, people are seven selling, uh, 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 parking spots for 20 and 30 bucks Dang, I to get to this thing. And it's free to get into, but man, it, uh, yeah. And so it rained part of the morning. And um, it rained until three. It rained. Yeah, it rained part of the afternoon. And then it kind of tapered off uh, in the in the afternoon and the evening. And it's over around seven, seven. I think the, the band, the headliner band starts at six or six fifteen. It was Diamond Rio this year. I was surprised it ended cool. so quickly. That I, You know, this is the first time I've been in a few years because it's usually the same weekend as opening weekend for hunters. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. And so I have, to, I have to do that typically, but this year it didn't work out. Like yeah, that. this week, this weekend, I think, I think it was, um, well, it was, it was, um, it ended, it seemed like it ended early. It seemed like last year it, it ended later, but anyway, it, you know, it, it lasted for a pretty good while. And, uh, uh, I felt bad for the people that had a booth right across the street from us because they, they, that was a chicken express. Golden chick. Golden chick. And uh, man, 
and they they uh, they they didn't have propane, and so they could. A lot of people look forward to these festivals, and and to make um, the money. Yep. You know, you know, you're making money for maybe the, the next couple of weeks, two or three weeks, just to kind of ease things up. And they did. They made zero. Oh, I felt so bad. They didn't have any propane. They couldn't get any propane? Well, no, they had propane. Something wasn't working right. Oh. And they asked me if I could fix it. I'm like, dude, I'm not messing with propane. There's, I'm, yeah. I, don't, I don't mess with gas. And I can fix a few things, but I, I do not mess with gas. Oh. So anyway, they, they did not make it. But it was, a, it was a good weekend for a majority of the vendors that were here. It was a great weekend in Waxahachie, Texas. The, like I said, the busiest weekend of the year and the... Um, the uh, the weekend that uh, that Amy actually works with us and she bartends and stuff and so she yeah. has to be my counselor so, because I got <clears throat> so mad at Rick uh, Saturday morning I came up here and vented to her like she was my bartender oh, she whoa. stood at the beer tub. well let's 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 explore well, why were you mad at your living boyfriend because bless his heart of ten years let's just let's bless his heart first uh, I was pretty livid. Uh, because not just mad you yes, were livid I get up every morning at four fifteen and make breakfast for my family. Not because I have to. Four fifteen. Yes, every morning on weekdays. Okay. I but, make breakfast. Okay, but this was a Saturday it when was. the event was I going on. Sometimes get up on weekends and make breakfast. Not every weekend because we stay pretty busy and you know it's kind of like my every other weekend I don't have my kids and it's just us. So if it's just us, we'll go somewhere. Okay. So this morning, this weekend, I had my kids and I got up and he wasn't quite. I, we get up naturally very early. That's why I said four fifteen because I leave for work at five twenty three to be exact. And, um, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm wide awake at five. I'm not going to sleep past five if I'm normally getting up at four and, um, he's not awake yet. And he gets up pretty early too, but I decided to stay in bed just to let him sleep. And I know once I move, it's over, he's up. So I lay there and I lay there and I lay there. And at, at about seven, I get up and I go downstairs to make breakfast and to start the coffee. And I get down and my 15 year old has made coffee. He drinks coffee. He has ADHD. It, it helps him go the opposite direction. So he's made himself coffee okay. and he's drank and he's drank mm, half the, the thing. So I make myself a cup of coffee. Half a pot? Half a pot probably. Um, well, he makes iced coffee a lot. So it'll be big, one big cup he oh, sips okay. on for All a right. long time. Okay. All right. So um, I make myself a cup of coffee and we have about a, a little less than half probably. And I make breakfast and do everything but the gravy. And because uh, Rick thinks his gravy is the best gravy on the face of this earth, which I taught him how to make it, but he has perfected it. How do we get from coffee to gravy? Let me just tell you why. So he comes downstairs. We have a half a thing, a little less than half a thing of coffee. I have made breakfast except for the gravy. I'm making it in the nonstick skillet because I'm the one that has to clean. He comes down and realizes I have a don't have a full pot of coffee for him because he likes to also pour a massive thermos of coffee and drink it all morning. But also, I've not made the bacon in the correct pan, and now it's not going to be as good as gravy. This is how southern we are, y'all. And so he's upset. I've used the wrong pan for the gravy. Damn you. I know. And it's seven in the morning. I'd, I'd I've waited out. two I'd... hours to get up out of that bed so I wouldn't wake him. I've tiptoed downstairs. I make a full breakfast. And the first thing out of his mouth is rude about the coffee and about the bacon and not being in the right pan. Yeah. And I am just not having it at 7 a.m. I was like, what? <laughs> I yeah. Was, yeah. I was like, okay, well, your breakfast privileges have been revoked. And I won't be getting a big breakfast because I mainly do it for you because you're the one that eats the most in the mornings. My kids don't care. They'll eat a frozen, you know, pancake. But I don't care. So he was like, 
you know, I didn't get it at first. But then as the day proceeds, I am obviously mad and I don't eat breakfast, which that's not, I don't usually eat the breakfast. That's funny. I make breakfast. I rarely eat it. Rarely. Like one day a week. Mm. I eat when I get to work later. So I don't eat whatever. I'm mad. I'm mad at his way he's talking to me. And so. Well, the, the way you, t- the way a per and I'm not dogging him because I wasn't there. Right. I'm not taking a side. But the way you talk to a person at the first light, the first, that yeah. kind of sets the tone for the day. Definitely sets the tone. And so. And, and here so, I am two hours into my day when he's two minutes into his day and I have already done numerous things for him. I have yeah. laid in bed longer than I wanted to. I don't like to lay around. I have gotten up and made breakfast, you know, everything he likes. Yeah. I'm making the day for him. And my plan was to make a new pot of coffee. I was just trying to drink down that so I could make him a fresh pot. And he got up and came downstairs right as I happened to pee. So he hadn't gotten to that point yet. Anyways, it set me off. So I came up here. (laughs) I was mad. I'm not going to put, to put it lightly, I was mad. I was, I was just like, you just started my day wrong. Why do you have to take this joy from me? That was where I was with it. Amy had to listen to me vent. I mean, I was livid about it. Maybe I'm hormonal. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. So maybe a little bit. And then yesterday, bless his heart, he, uh, I came up here without him, if that tells you something. He joined me a few hours later, but I was like, no, I'm just going to go by myself. <laughs> and I did. I had nothing to do, y'all. I just literally walked around. I, I ran into everybody and their dog that I knew, but not the point. So then we were fine. He did apologize and, you know, tried to fix it. He made breakfast Sunday morning. I refused to eat well, it. I was still well, pissed. <laughs> Call that being petty. It was. Why well, don't eat breakfast anyways? Sunday. I said, being, yeah, I was. I was being petty. Yeah. And then I, w- but then today, no, last night he gets home from work and I see him pull up in the back. So I, I walk to the back to the, where the garage is, where he parks and he comes in the laundry room and he opens the door. And the night before I'd said to him, Hey, I don't know if you've noticed this, but my chores take a lot longer than yours. Okay. Uh, now, uh, now, now it's, now it's on you because again, he's just getting home. No, no, no. This conversation we had Sunday night. This is where he messed it up coming home. Nicely, I say this to him Sunday night. And I said. But he just walked in and you said this to him as he's walking in? No, I said this Sunday night as we're in the garage hanging out. Oh, okay. So then here comes Monday morning. I say that to him Sunday night. I'm like, you know, I'm cooking dinner. I'm doing all the dishes. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And you're like mowing the yard once a week. Like, dude, we need to even this out. So he was like, okay, what do you need help with? Great attitude. Loved it. Great great approach. He nailed it on Sunday night. All right. Let's fast forward to Monday, right when he gets home. I'm all happy to see him. I'm going to the garage. I'm like, hey, hon. Da, da, da. Oh, what the hell you need my help with? What is it you can't get done? <laughs> I thought I was going to stab him. I didn't. Mm, uh, thank you for that. Uh, but I was like, what? And he was like, what do you need help with? You said, uh, and cuss word, cuss word. Basically, he said, I said that he didn't do a damn thing, which I didn't. It was a nice conversation, y'all. Like, he totally just was joking, maybe, but in a rude way. That's how he is. He's, he's kind of an ass. So, he, I was, <laughs> I lost my shit on him again. <laughs> I was middle frying chicken. I got homemade mashed potatoes going. Mm. I am, like, making him his favorite meal. And I might add, maybe the best fried chicken I've ever made. I'm in the middle of that, and you want to say that? I was like, I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. So he goes up and starts cleaning the bathroom like he's saved Jesus himself from my <laughs> bathroom, which was not dirty. Um, saved Jesus from your bathroom? Yeah. Anyways, I still love the man, but sometimes I want to kick him. I'm not going to lie. And Saturday morning and yesterday afternoon were those two days. So yeah. today he randomly texts me, breakfast is really good. I mean, I wrapped it in a tortilla, and it was really good. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's good. I think that was his way of saying thanks. I don't know. Yeah, that was good. We're working on his communication skills. That was good. That was good. I mean, how do you figure out the proper cleaning? Like, who decides well, whose chores are what? Did y'all fi- discuss this or y'all just do it? Um, No. I didn't think you discussed it. I know how well enough. No, I don't Amy like- just does most of it, and I just do a little bit. Okay. That's kind of what it is. Okay. Well, you feel me then. And uh, that that's what we ran into. And because, I mean, on an average day, I get up at 4.15. I don't sit down till 8.30. And that's when I go to bed. Yeah. So when I go out to the shop and he's like. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Building things for himself that are cool and amazing. He's doing something. He doesn't sit around and do nothing. He was building a knife sheath. This, it took him like four days. I don't know if you know what that is, but the thing you put your knife in so it doesn't cut you if you wear it on your side. The little mm. leather holster thing. Yeah, yeah. His was worn out, so he decided to make a new one. He's like designing it, and he did all this. It's really cool looking. He did a great okay. job. Huh? Regardless, he's doing something he wants to do for himself fun while for four days in a row, I was in the kitchen or in the bathroom cleaning or doing the laundry. I never got to sit down and do something fun. So... That was my perspective on it was, you well, know. I'm sorry. We'll have to work on you getting some time to get to, to do some <laughs> well, cool stuff. I think he realized too. I was right. He just has a bad approach to it is my guess. The bless his heart. He just doesn't have any communication skills. Can you relate, Amy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. But I think also I didn't discuss it with him ahead of time. I just we just assumed our roles, you know, and I don't know that we can assume our roles. And I think that I just. Uh, he assumed my role uh, could get it done in less time. I don't know. Because I yeah. was doing it all by myself. Amy, you look like you're crying. I feel like I do this to her sometimes. Man, I mean. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. It's hard work. It's hard work to be. It's hard work. And it's super, yeah. super terrible when you don't ever get to do anything that you want to do. Like, I'm, I yeah. so relate to. It's like, that's what I do. I work. I go yeah. to work. I come home, I'm working. It's like I haven't done anything that I have wanted to do or anything that I typically would do. Yeah. I haven't gone to concerts. I never went paddleboarding. It's like all of this, like all of my hobbies and joyful things. It's like, yeah. So how can we change that? Yeah, you got, I mean, that that's the question that Rick and I are trying to figure out because we don't know how, we got to find a balance. We, how can we change that, Amy? I mean... You know, I left this morning and went to Dallas to go do things for myself today. Okay. Did you do fun things? Are you I mean, chore things? No, they were chore things. Of course, it's always chore things. Yeah. I used to like really, before Rick lived there, would really like schedule a day that I did nothing responsible, whether it be a weekday, like yeah. after I got off work, the kids and I just did something fun or my girlfriends and I did something fun or, you know, whatever. But I think that having him there has created this atmosphere where I feel like I can't sit down. And so it makes me maybe more angry (laughs) and hormonal because I thought I was going to have to kick his ass yesterday. So what do we do, Amy? How do we make it 
where you can schedule more time. I mean, that you can do. I mean, like I don't know. Huh? I would like to do things with my husband, but my husband, I don't feel like likes to do things with me. No. You do all the things that you want to do with your buddies and your pals. And I'm like an afterthought. And if that's not how you feel, that's how I have been made to feel about it. Oh. So you got to make makes, things Like that just makes my life. Like, I mean, it's been hard. Being married has been so difficult for me. It's like people attended a wedding and they might as well have been going to a funeral. Because my friends, it's like I'm dead. You don't see them. I don't from them. see them. I don't hear from them. I, they don't text me. It's like I got married and I'm gone. Yeah. I don't exist. You and know, that was like one of my biggest fears about getting married. Yeah. The change. It wasn't just the change. It's like losing myself. Are most of your friends married? Because the ones I've met, I think are all married, right? No. A lot. No. More of them are not married. Yeah. And it's like, I guess now so, that they're not in the same, I'm not in the same boat of being single. It's just like, all right, see you later. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that shifts? Is it funny? No, it's hurtful. Not it's incredibly, funny. Not funny, incredibly ha -ha. hurtful and yeah. awful. I have never done that to any of my friends. Yeah. And that's, you know, maybe that's God's way of having me reevaluate the people that I have in my life. Maybe yeah. that, maybe they were there for a couple of seasons and. Most right. people do. I will agree with that. People are in your life for seasons. I mean, so, 22, I would think that that's a pretty good run. And, yeah. um, but you were like a long-term friend. Yeah. I wouldn't think gaining a spouse would affect that, but obviously it does. Do you think it's the difference of you moving to, like, I it's mean, not it's as convenient? 30 minutes up yeah. the road. I do it four days a week. My mm -hmm. husband does it five days a week. I do it. I did it today. Yeah. Like, on my day off. It's not that inconvenient. I think people in Dallas and they that aren't from outskirts of Dallas, but they're, like, Dallas people, in their head, Ellis County is, like, might as well be in Fort Worth. I mean, whatever. Again, yeah. it's not that bad. Yeah, I agree. And if you care about somebody, it's like you would do the yeah. inconvenience. You know, all the things that yeah. I've done that I didn't want to do. And I think that that right there is probably like where the problem is. It's like, I, I am a good friend. I am a good person. I live my life in such a way that is going to separate me from others anyway. You know, I, I want my mom and dad to be proud of who I am and the daughter that they raised. They might not be standing next to me. They might not live right up the street from me, but I am their child and I want them to be proud of their daughter. I want to do the things that they instilled in me when I was younger and let them know. It's like that is a legacy and it shows the rest of the world that I was raised correctly. And it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. And that's right. totally fine. I don't need outside validation from the rest of the world because the rest of the world is not living correctly right. as far as I'm concerned. Watch your pen. It's leaking. So it, you know, and that's fine. I can only, I am self-governing. I have the restrictions and what society, society has said, laws that are in place and I abide by those rules. But then there's, you know, I can't worry about what you're doing or what he's doing or what the person across the street is doing. It's like when it's all said and done, 
and I draw my last breath and I have to meet our maker, it's only going to be, I am only going to be held accountable for myself. Right. That's it. I want that interaction. If you know that, then you're, you're, you're ahead of the game than a whole bunch of uh, further than a whole bunch of other people. I think that it's not uncommon to have this happen too, where you get married or you get a divorce. I think it can go both ways and your whole friend group changes and you don't even see it coming or you don't. I know when I got married, um, it, I lost all my friends and, and some of the, there are a lot of them are my friends again, but my, uh, you know, but yeah. we were just at a different stage in life, I guess. And, you know, we came back around together, I guess. Right. Um, but I have had friends that I had for, I had one friend I had for a very long time, 20 years, and I had helped her a lot in 20 years. There was a number of times I had to get her a job or whatever the case was. And she was a little younger and I mentored her a little bit and, you know, and then, some stuff happened and we stopped being friends. I, I didn't care for some choices she was making and, and we had to stop being friends. It just, she just wasn't healthy for me anymore. And I'm telling you, I mourned that. Like, I, I mourned it. I truly mourned that friendship and the loss of the friendship. And mm-hmm. it's really hard when you, you know, someone's in your life and then they're not in your life. Well, look, I, I had buddies. My, we call ourselves the super homeboys. I hadn't seen these guys in... I can't even tell you how long Kirk I've seen, but other than that, uh, my other buddies, we just don't see each other. We don't talk. I mean, we're still really good right. friends. I mean, in our minds, we are, but also in our minds, as we get older, uh, I, I, t- I jokingly will send a text message out every once in a while. Hey, man, let's get together. I hate for the next time for us to get together is at one of our funerals. Yeah, so. You know, and um, yeah, it it just you know things do change. Seasons change. Seasons change, and your friends. I do think that if you have a good friend that you cherish and you care about, and you feel like the relationship has changed, I would definitely open a dialogue with them on how you feel. Oh, I have. You have okay, because maybe I don't have a problem communicating. No, you don't effectively (laughs) how I feel. Like at all. See, I do sometimes. I definitely do sometimes. It yeah. has been a goal to get as good as you are, to be honest with you. I, I have a hard time. But but again, sometimes, I mean, I, I know that's hard to, uh, just like in, in, in what the sermon that we had last week, this past Sunday, sometimes things or people that may have been good for you at one point in your life may not be good for you at, at now. Right. So sometimes, and not to say that that's a bad person, they could be a great person, right? but they fit then, but they don't fit now. Yeah. So, so, you know, uh, I just have to kind of reconcile that and uh, we all do yeah. have to kind of reconcile that. And, um, and hopefully either I'll find some thing or some, person to to fill that void in my life and amy will as well and i mean we all hopefully will i guess yeah at all you know, at seasons you're right but it is it people does do come in and out of your life in in seasons so you know i do i do get that so yeah, yeah. i will say i don't know that this is funny but it is uh you know you ignore red flags and i i ignored a lot of red flags with this particular friend and uh everybody else saw him and would say things to me and I just, you know, I just look for the best and let things go. 
And um, I did have a friend recent. I haven't talked to the person in a few years now. I don't know. It's probably been five years. And um, a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours said, hey, uh, you know, so-and-so applied at my job. And they don't even live in the same city. They're not even DFW. They're like, she, she applied at my company and everything. And they saw where she came from. So they asked me about her resume. And she goes, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. She's got your resume minus your current job. She has y- your resume. She has lied about every position and put it's you. She's literally using your resume for this job. <laughs> she goes, I told them. I told well, them. I none- mean, I, clearly it worked. You yeah. got a job there. Yeah. So, so <laughs> she was like, I. it wasn't It wasn't where I work. It was a different oh, company. Okay. A friend of mine got the application and, and had worked with us both at the same place. And so there, her, her, the new company went to her and said, hey, did you work with her when you worked here? She was like, yeah, I did. But that was not her position. Uh, that position belonged to Zeta, and that wasn't her position there because she brought us both from here. And so she knew well, we're both. The, well, people do like, lie. So. They do, but I was like, dang. I, so I looked it up on LinkedIn, and yeah, I'm literally, she's got my job, my entire, and let me tell you, that was one of the red flags was there were some red flags there with job where, I, you know, I'd found out later she lied to me about a job. Uh, you know, well, people do lie. Exist. You know, some uh, people do suck. Yeah. Yep, some do. Some do suck. Um, do you have a bartender tip of the day, Amy? I mean, don't you think that this whole episode has been a bartender tip? <laughs> but I do have a follow-up. Oh, okay, yeah. Please. So last week we were asking about the gift giving for a couple that married, divorced, and yes. decide to remarry one another. The actual correct protocol for that is you've already given the gift on the initial first wedding. Yes. So they divorce and then they reconnect and remarry. If you choose or wish to gift them something for the second wedding, then you may. But Emily Post says that you have already done that on the first time, the first go around. Yeah. So there is no, you are not, if you do not gift them or the remarriage, yeah. you're, you're in the clear. It makes sense to me. Like etiquette-wise. Yeah. I feel like if you have to go to three weddings for the same people, they ought to start giving you gifts. Mm, I mean. Word. <laughs> just I mean, being at honest. At that point, I think it's just kind yeah. of comical. Just stop telling us when you get divorced and we'll just act like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> say, hey, come over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It, it what matter. up? Yeah. Hey, guess what? Guess what we're doing? We're getting married. Guess yeah. what? Surprise. Yeah, don't dare you sit on an invitation. Yeah. Just say, come over. Yeah. And then do a little <laughs> surprise wedding. Boom. That way nobody's under any obligation I mean, again, to brought like, a gift. Like that just seems, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a couple that were in here. We're next door to my restaurant right now. They're probably gone by now, but they dated in high school. They both got married to different people and stayed married over 20 years and then divorced. And now they've gotten back together. They're the couple you were just talking to. This right. happens. Facebook makes this happen a lot. Yeah, it's really cool. I was like, Kid, you're kidding. And I told them the story that me and Amy dated yeah. and, and didn't date and dated and didn't date and, and married now. So it was like, oh. And, and they they were, um, like, before y'all got here, there were maybe eight people in the restaurant. Yeah, because we're, <laughs> we're that cool. We're that busy. <laughs> and they were just dancing to uh, some song that was on. They just. They're still in the newlywed phase. The, yeah, is what yeah you're but saying. still it was cool just yeah. to see. 
a couple at, 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 at you know, in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. They're just sitting there dancing in front of nobody. Yeah. Just dancing in the middle of the restaurant. It was really cool. That is sweet. Really That's cool. Really sweet. cool. And there we go. <clears throat> I hope everyone had a great Halloween and you're looking forward to a great Thanksgiving uh, a little bit from now. Thank you for listening to the Third Wheel Podcast. And uh, please rate it, review it, subscribe to it if you haven't already. Listen to it. There's a, a guy that told me the other day he listens to us while he's on his tractor. <laughs> yeah. Well, we that. appreciate it. Well, no matter what you're, where you're listening, we appreciate it. Uh, what's your uh, email again or your, your contact information? Z Mamacita on Instagram and Zeta Owens on Facebook. Okay. And Amy, what's yours? Uh, Amy Newman on Facebook and Instagram. A-I-M-E-E, by the way. Oh, yeah, helpful, because no one guesses that. Instagram, my handle is amy.newman.9655. Ooh, hey there. All right. So you can, uh, yeah, uh, feel free to reach out to us and and tell us if you have some info that, uh, that we might be able to help you with, and we'd be happy to address it right here on the podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you later. Bye. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.